Hey, welcome to the Student Ministry Podcast by Lifeway. I'm Ben Trueblood. Today we've got Nathan, Mr. Producer Nathan. <laughs> Always like, right. I can't wait till he's doctor. That's what I'm ready for. Oh, Do- I know. Dr. Nathan. Doctor producer. producer. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> also, Zach working joining us. Hey man, always good to be here. Yeah. So Zach, if you're not aware, serves as our student ministry specialist on the Lifeway student team, doing a bunch of stuff, leading the charge for training ministry. Uh specifically, one of the things we're going to be talking about today is uh Youth Ministry Booster, co-founder of Youth Ministry Booster, along with uh, Chad Higgins. Uh, but w- today's episode is going to be uh, really special to me uh, as we dive into this next season of what Youth Ministry Booster is going to be. So before you're like, ah, I don't need to listen to this. They're just going to talk about it. it's going to be. Wait, no, it's not going to be that way. Know. You don't know what you're going to miss. That's right. Uh, th- you are still we're going to talk about some great student ministry stuff, but uh, we do want you to be aware of what is available for you from a community collaboration and care standpoint through youth ministry booster. So Lifeway students, many of you know us by curriculum that we produce or camps that, that you might go to. Um, And those things are definitely a huge part of what we do. Lifeway students does not just exist though, to create resources and camps. Like if you take a step even back uh, kind of above that as an umbrella, Lifeway students exists to come alongside youth pastors. One of the ways we do that is through curriculum. One of the ways we do that is through camp. Another way we do that is through training and through support and through content like this podcast. But we are, man, we exist here to serve and support and come alongside youth pastors because we believe in what you do. We believe that the role that you have is essential, is important, and makes a difference in the trajectories of families. And because of that, we have things like Youth Ministry Booster. So I want to introduce you to that. If, you, uh, if you've not heard, uh, some of you may be in Booster and are part of our mastermind groups and things like thanks, that already. Thanks for listening already, yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But if you are listening to this and you're like, what is booster? Then uh, we're going to spend the next few minutes talking about an incredible way that we would like to serve you, come alongside you in the areas of collaboration and care. Yeah. And so Zach, why don't you, uh, why don't you give just a, what is booster? Well, first of all, thank you for uh, the chance to work on the team. Student mentory specialist is still the most like I have to explain what my job is. <laughs> they're like, what is that? Every time I go speak at a conference or a camp, they're like, wait, what do you, what does that even mean? Like, like you understand students? And I was like, I don't know. I'm trying to. Uh, so <laughs> my, my new line has been, I am a student of student ministry. There you go. That right. still doesn't make any sense to anybody. But uh, what what it looks like is often in the week to week, spending time with youth ministry leaders inside of our YMB community, which really is the place for, I think, peer learning, growth, development, collaboration, and care, because we know that youth ministers love to learn best in relationship. I think that's one of the things that makes youth ministry so very special. And that's kind of the special environment of Youth Ministry Booster. There's a lot of other places, great podcasts to you know listen to on your own, blogs to read, maybe videos to watch. Uh, but one of the things that is really strengthening is the question of, hey, can you help me with this? And so 
For us, it's a community built around the idea that one of the strongest resources that we have is each other. And we often just don't take advantage of the chance to target, specify, be intentional about the chance that we get to learn from each other. And then one of the things that we love about the community is we could help kind of guide those conversations. If you've been in youth ministry for more than a minute, you know that you are probably only as strong or your longevity is only as good as your strength of peer minister relationships. And so if you talk to anybody in youth ministry that's been doing it for longer than 10 years, they will tell you, get yourself into a network. Youth Ministry Booster makes that easy and makes that intentional. So one of the things that we are about is signing up folks in the summer to be together for a year of being in a mastermind that matches their availability, context, and experience to put you in a group where you can learn from each other with a guided conversation and a veteran youth worker host to lead you in that conversation every single month. Man, the the community piece of it. So we, we use three Cs of uh, we're not like big alliteration kind of people, but but it's just it, <laughs> it just helps, lands that it way. helps to repeat it back to folks though. It really does. It does. It <laughs> I've does. said that at the ace of availability, context, and experience so many times that I'm like, oh, it it is a thing. ACE is a word. Yeah. <laughs> and it, the it three does. C's we've said so many times, like, oh wait, there are three C's. <laughs> yeah, it helps so much. So community collaboration and care is kind of that's the guts of what being a part of yeah. youth ministry booster looks like. Zach, you mentioned those relationships and the people that you run with, the people that pour into you. And the cool thing about this is like some people would join youth ministry booster. Cause they're like, man, I need relationships with other people in youth ministry. I yeah. need to bounce ideas. I need, I need people that will know what I'm talking about. If I need to talk about something in student ministry, they speak my language. Yeah. At the same time, there's also an opportunity for me- those mentoring kind of relationships to yeah. to just form for you to pour into someone else. And so I kind of outside of Booster, I want to ask you maybe a little bit of a vulnerable question. Oh, Nathan, okay. I'm coming yeah, to like you these. next. Yeah. So you get I'm going right. to filibuster for just a minute to give you a ch- you guys a chance to, to answer this. <laughs> uh Somebody early on in your student ministry life that made it a point to say, I'm, I'm going to give you a shot. I'm going to give yeah. you a chance to lead. I'm going to pour into you. Who was that person? Zach, we'll start with you. Yeah. Uh, that or people. Easy. It could be multiples, I guess. Uh, there are multiples. There's one that's really easy. Uh, and I think I mentioned him in one of our essentials uh, talks when we traveled last year together. Um, but his name is Steve. And he was the ministry best friend of my youth pastor who took a chance on me as an intern. And for two summers, I got to work with him. Uh, The first summer, I got to learn a lot. And the second summer, he entrusted basically the creative and fun and programming elements of camp to me. Uh, we spent a, he, he, he knew that I grew up going to camps. My youth pastor, Ryan was a great youth pastor that made camp really memorable. And so the first summer I got to kind of watch and see. And the second summer he was like, you make camp awesome this year. And like, he didn't like, just like cut and run, but it was one of those, he saw that as a gifting in me and like entrusted a huge opportunity in a very specific way to me. And so I think a lot about that trust, a lot about the identifying the gifts and then creating enough space of trust for me to kind of run and go. And 
uh, I feel like we had a really, really memorable camp that year. Um, for another podcast, I could talk about how we had an activity where we had students build church out of the box, where we literally had boxes that looked like churches with everything they needed inside of them to imagine what actually makes a church a church. And so it was, it was good. It was good times. I like it. 20, uh, ooh, 17 years ago. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> as I say that as I am uh, turning 37 very soon. So yeah. Yeah. yeah Yikes. Sure. Man, as we're talking about this, like listeners, you're probably having people come to your mind of people that have poured into you, yeah. people that have made a difference in your youth ministry along the way. Nathan, what about you? Somebody early on that said, man, I, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to pour into Nathan and give him a chance. Yeah, I think for me, it was a big person to help do that was associate pastor at our church. His name's Brian. Shout out to Brian, who y'all will get to meet in North Carolina. Oh, we September Brian? Essentials. Yes. Yes. Oh, Essentials like yeah, we'll be back at my home <laughs> church. But he's one that gave me a, a, a really good shot in student ministry through the process whenever I was in room there at my church. Two other people that kind of really... We were the same age, but I was two of my best friends um, were student pastors at my home church. And I kind of interimed in between the two. But just doing student ministry together, like same age, same experience, but just, you know, having that person to kind of bounce ideas off of to do ministry together was just such a blessing. Uh, But really, Brian was the one that kind of helped pour it in and really gave kind of that wisdom and guidance along the way. So, Mm. yeah, it's so cool to kind of just think and to stop and think about those people that have poured in along the way. I know one of the big ones for me, his name was Michael Smith, uh, no longer with us. Not W Smith. Correct. Okay. Correct. Okay. And people would always give him stuff about that. Too. <laughs> so I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sure that's the <laughs> man. No. And what's, it's such a common name. Like he had mm-hmm. all, he had a lot of stories about how he would get mail or people would call yeah. him like, collections agency, like all these random things would happen because it's such a common, common name, but, uh, passed away several years ago, mm-hmm. but he was the guy who, man, just gave me a shot when I didn't deserve it and mm-hmm. hired me to be a middle school pastor, one year married, 21 years old, still in school, like far more responsibility than I ever should have had. Mm-hmm. Um, but taught me how gave me a chance and man i'm he's one of those people i'll be forever grateful forever grateful for that's for sure and and ben hearing you say that like it it really is a matter of risk right like that's one of the things that i think for if you're a longtime listener of this podcast or in youth ministry for more than multiple years like there needs to be someone that you're betting on that somebody's like i'm not quite sure right like maybe they're like not like 20% 20% on, but like there needs to be somebody who's like, there's like six to 16% chance this may, this may not be the guy, this may not be the girl for what you're yeah. trying to do. Um, because you have to see something in somebody that's not all the way there yet. Like anybody can look at Nathan and be like, yeah, clearly he's talented. Um, but I mean, tw- 22 Nathan, I don't know, right? Like 20 year old Zach, he, he wasn't fully bearded. Like he was like, he had like throat <laughs> hair, uh, you know, and like, he, like there was like a curly fro that was not really well put together. Like there, there's a lot of things. I mean, Ben at one point had frosted tips. I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of things that would raise questions, right? Like there's a you know. Oh, that was even after being hired. Like that was <laughs> that was in the that, that was, was a post hire decision, right? <laughs> no, I, I you're exactly right though, Zach. Like there there is a risk, and, and I think if you're, I forget ex- you phrased it 
perfectly just a second ago. If there's not somebody that you're taking a risk on, I forget how exactly you said it, but that, that is, that is something we as leaders need to look out for. Um, because there were also people in my life who went the other direction. Like there was, there was an employer at a church that like, didn't believe I was good enough to clean the nacho machine out in our student <laughs> ministry cafe. And so, but in the midst of all that, Michael said, no, I, I, I do see something here and I want to pour into that. And I want, and part of it, I think too, is just, I want to help this person see what I see mm. instead of seeing what everybody else is saying or seeing yeah. what these one or two negative people are saying. I want, I want them to see the potential that they actually have. Yeah. So we, we have people like that in our own lives and to bring it back around, I don't think that stops just because we're not new to ministry anymore. Mm, that's good. I think as we continue to grow older, we need those potential relationships in our lives. And if it's one thing that I think student pastors are really bad at is fostering relationships with people outside of their ministerial environment. Mm. We, we pour into the relationships that we have to have in order to do ministry. Yeah. Parents, leaders, staff, stuff, colleagues. Sto- yeah, 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 staff <laughs> going on at our stuff going on at our church. But developing real deep, meaningful relationships outside of that is something that we don't do very well. And well, I'm thankful that Booster is, is here to help facilitate some of that. It's exactly what you said, because you could not, right? You, you could just not. You could just you could show up, clock in, punch in, punch out. But can, can I say something a little bit bold? <laughs> Please do. The health of you, friending other ministers, having a community, a network of support, you could or you could not. But your health will be less if you don't. Your marriage will be yeah. less if you don't. Your success in ministry will be less if you don't. Your longevity in ministry will be less if you don't. Like I- I'm selling this to you not because it's a thing that we do. We-, we want you a part of it because of what it is and what it would do for you. There is a lot that you could not do, but you would be less if you didn't. Yeah. And I think for so many youth ministers that are waking up to that reality, let me tell you that it's never been easier and it's probably never been more important. And for our youth minister friends that are all in on this or are on the edge of this, we need you investing in other leaders who are waking up to that reality. One of the things that's really special, really special about what we try to do is it's not just members in the community, but there is an internal mechanism to give back to younger and newer youth ministers a part of what we do. Like part of why it works is not because it's built around Zach and Chad, but it's built around relationships of mentoring and caring for the next generation of youth pastors as well. Yeah, that's so good. Well, so that's kind of on the the community part. Now, if we go to the next one and we talk about the collaboration piece and some of the youth ministry, like tactics and skills and leadership development stuff that we've got going on, there's a lot of, like there's actually a full curriculum developed every, every year, year for the groups <laughs> it to go wouldn't be youth together. ministry if we didn't have an annual plan and a theme like that's one of the things that like i think some folks this is important to name in the podcast if you're kind of new ish because there's youth ministry booster that exists 
But then every year, these like these weird new graphics, like two years ago, there was like a lot of animals scurrying around. And last year, there was a lot of like math textbooks. And this year, there's all these cool like 90s retro things. You're like, wait, is this something different? And it's like, no, it's still Booster. But every year, it's fresh. Like I, I got off the call earlier today with someone who's joining Booster and he was excited because he's like, it's different every year. And I'm like, yeah, it's different every year because we want you to be a part of this as many years as you're in youth ministry. Like this is not a like one shot cohort where you show up right. and for six weeks to six months, you get everything we could teach you. Every year is fresh and different. So it's worth being a part of for as long as you're in ministry. And this year, Ben, I'm really excited to talk. We haven't talked about this on the other podcast yet is the collaboration parts even better because instead of just minister to minister, there's actually a new resource inside of Booster fresh every month for your leaders. And so it's a uh, content piece. There's a video and a PDF and a script and a, and a suggestion guide to have conversations or huddle meetings with your leaders that go above and beyond just getting ready week to week already the folks that have access to it and you can actually go to youthministrybooster.com and download a free sample of it are using it implementing it with their fall kickoff meetings with their volunteers because it's collaboration improvement not just minister to minister but as ministers together to improve our volunteer and leadership teams and we're really excited but it's boost because i don't know what else to call it we run out of things but just boost but it's <laughs> it's fresh monthly stuff to work on in your mastermind to take to your volunteer leaders and we're really excited about it yeah. So talk a little bit about like the nineties theme, where we're okay. headed. Give, give the <laughs> give the the thirty thousand foot view of what somebody can expect to experience with the content side of it. So we always want to theme it so it's memorable. That's youth ministry like two oh one, right? Like you don't just teach, you teach in ways and be memorable. And so everything this year has like a nineties look and feel. And so each month, both in the stuff that we write, the resources we make, and the discussions in both your mastermind meeting and for your training boost for your volunteers, it's all themed around something. So like month one is around worship. And so the little graphic thing looks like a WOW worship album, which is, you know, <laughs> if, if you haven't been to Mardell recently, pick up your WOW CDs, you should pick up Purple and Green WOW. Both very good. Uh, the the WOW side of Oklahoma right now are like, what is Mardell's? <laughs> Don't worry. It's, it's, it, they, they go, christianbook.com. Go your listening station. for. Uh, <laughs> um, but the idea is that, you know, that our ministry should be renewing in how we're giving fresh perspective to what worship is in student ministry. So at a leadership level, for that particular month, the conversation is, how are we creating worshipful practices that aren't just delivering new songs to students? And as a, as a minister, the questions are like, what are we doing for our team that we're actually embodying the practices of worship beyond just like singing songs between sermons? And so there's some really interesting conversation points. Again, some of this like higher thinking reflection on the, the philosophy and the value of our ministry beyond just planning this week into next week. And that's really kind of the thing that we want to pull back and do each month is help ministry leaders, youth pastors think about their ministry beyond just what's next week's resources or programming to what are we doing in our ministry to be the most meaningful and effective. Yeah. So that leaves us with the last, the last C, the care. And mm -hmm. I know this is something that is uh, super close to your heart. You've talked about it a little bit in terms uh, and connecting it with the community on just your personal health kind of piggybacks on the relationships that you have. So talk about 
what when you and Zach were founding this. Yeah. Talk about what led to man care has to be a part of it. We have to go beyond friend like hey, we're fellow youth pastors and so there's friendship there and we have yeah. to go beyond content, but we actually have to cut another layer deep. So this is this is the thing that I think is really important and it's something that like a Facebook group or a comment thread will never get to and the ones that do often go unnoticed uh, or people get really judgy or jest about it but it's the actual health of the minister it's really easy to hop online and ask for like hey guys what's a fun way to do a color war or what are games that have been fun or how would you maybe approach this teaching some of the collaboration things happen across like you know, local networks or meetups or, you know, text groups or Facebook comments, whatever. But the questions of not just how do you do ministry, but how are you minister only can come from a shared place of committed honesty to each other. And that level of committed honesty only happens when you meet regularly enough with the intention to ask the hard questions. This is actually why we write the guide every month. The collaboration questions, like you probably would have got there in a circle of ministers just asking about stuff. But some of the questions, and Chad talks about this, that require risk to answer. Mm. Like I might have to share something that if you told somebody else, like it's really painfully true about me. But it's that place of accountability and confession and care that really matters for the life of the minister, for the marriage of the minister, and for the future of the minister. That if we aren't asking each other these things, we become ministry machines instead of pastoral people. And we need to own up to when we've been angry with our family because we've been frustrated by work or when we've been more faithful to our job than we have been to our spouse. Like these are really holy soul care questions. And so through a mastermind group monthly, through soul care appointments with some of the people on our team and through regular soul care exercises that we share inside the network, we wanna keep at the forefront, not just the work that you're doing, which is important, but it's not the sum of who you are to keep that in front of you, remind you of that, encourage you with that, and then challenge you when things aren't quite right. Because an unhealthy minister trying to do healthy ministry will ultimately fail. But a healthy minister can always reset an unhealthy ministry. Mm. That's good. Man, I, th I think for me, I was so focused on healthy ministry that I would just run like that was singularly focused in my mind. Mm. And I would say I did not put together healthy minister, what you just articulated about a healthy minister being able to turn around an unhealthy ministry yeah. aside from, am I still reading my Bible every day? Am I like, those sure. things that you just kind of like all the boxes, yeah. check the boxes, but cutting deeper than that and really stopping long enough in the pursuit of growing a healthy ministry to say, wait, am I actually healthy as a person before pastor was a skill that I, that it took a long time for me to learn. It, it's and, something I neglected for sure. And that's one of the reasons, again, I think this is why it takes year over year. And if you are a, 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 seasoned or established youth pastor listening to this, 
I, I need, we need you to contribute your voice to this because there are younger youth pastors that have not learned it yet and might not be able to unless you would speak into it. The, the project is bigger than like what Zach, Chad, Ben, and Nathan can do. And this is why the community of this, the conversation around healthy ministry really matters. And I think, so Ben, I, I, we were traveling and I got to meet a couple of conference things this summer. Someone asked me about the future of youth ministry. And we talked a lot about how like worship ministry today is as innovative in big church to make the Southern Baptist joke as it is in youth ministry. And so I think some of the innovation around youth ministry is no longer the new songs, but the new ways in which we can be honest and compassionate leaders beyond just creative and programmatic ones. Mm. And so I would love a generation of youth pastors to be more transparent and honest than a generation of senior pastors that maybe have had struggles in developing charisma over character. And I think this is something that youth ministry can be innovative in in a season when it might need pastor folks to be as transparent as possible. Yeah. So uh, let's fast forward. We get to September. So I think an important note to stop here and make is that in this order is timely to protect, news. <laughs> yeah. In order to protect kind of the integrity of these groups. Yeah. So that they do travel together over the course of the year. They go through the journey together. They're not going to have a new member drop in four months through the thing and throw for the a month and then bail. <laughs> yeah. No, this is we're getting together. We're going through this journey together. We only have registration open from May to September. Right. And so uh, this is something that is it takes timely action. Yes. From you, the listener, to be a part of Booster. Registration is going to be closed before this month or at the end of this month. At the end of the month. It, w- it will be, it'll be shut down until next May. So I want to encourage you to jump in. So uh, aside from that, just quick piece of very important information. Zach, let's fast forward. Yeah. Uh, give a little vision on like, Man, here's what we hope to accomplish this year as people as people walk through it. Yeah. So the, the hope with this year is that you would get into the network, get signed up. We get matched for masterminds at the end of August. Groups start meeting in September, meet monthly regularly until May. Who talk about I'm gonna interrupt for just a second because I think this is really cool. Talk about the matching process. Yeah. Okay. So this is this is the part that again, I think like this is the actual service of Youth Ministry Booster that's unique amongst all of its peers of of you know, we chatted, we talked, I met friends at a conference is that we actually put you in a match based on the survey you fill out. Like, because we are large enough, we are able to offer groups throughout the month. So you can sign up and say, man, like the best time for me to meet is the third Tuesday afternoon every month, because that's the one (laughs) week that we don't have all staff meeting. Awesome. We can put you in a group that does that. Or man, I work during the week. I only have evenings available, man. We have different Monday night groups that you can meet with other folks that can't meet during the week. Or you may be like, I'm at a really small church. And every time I go to the local network meetings, everybody else is at a larger church. And I feel like they don't have my problems or vice versa. I'm at a church and I feel like I've got problems. And if I tell anybody else, they'll be like, well, that's not a big deal. You have it totally made. We put you in groups with a similar availability a similar context. So size of church, multi-site, rural, urban, suburban, or, uh, you know, experience level. If you're brand new to ministry, I, my favorite groups are the groups where everybody there has been doing ministry for less than two to three years. We're all asking new questions, 
But I also love our groups where everybody in the group's been doing ministry for more than 20 years because there is a lot of encouragement in the room because it's like, guys, we did it. One more month. We did it. Like some of these guys that have been youth ministry for 22, 24, 26 years, love connecting with each other. Most of them are also leading other groups because they're those kind of folks. But there's a shared like, like I, I, I'm the old guy. I get it. And there's a lot of shared old guy wisdom or I'm, I'm the leader of a multi-site campus and I just don't have time to meet anybody else outside of our team because we're so busy doing stuff. We would yeah. love to connect you with another person at a multi-site campus of another church to share and learn from each other as well. So all kinds of folks from all size churches, all times of the month, because we make it as easy as possible for you to get connected and matched. Love it. Well, i give one last thing, just a, a, an encouragement to people who are on the fence, who are like hearing about it for the first time, maybe you can go to youthministrybooster.com, but coming from the man himself, here, here's the here's the the final encouragement. You're worth the investment. You you would look at any one of your leadership students, and if they said, I want to go on the mission trip, you'd be like, You should absolutely go on that. I want to go to SLU. You should absolutely go to that. So I'm looking at you saying that you want the next step for what's an investment, what's a growth, what's a thing that you could do. This is it. Leader to leader, growth to growth. We built the thing that we wish that we had. And so yeah. many folks, when we meet and talk about it, they spit back all the things to us that they wish they had. And we just smile and we redirect them to the site. Because if you are looking for what's next, you finished Bible college or seminary and you wish you had a little bit more, some more connections, some more learning, some more networking. This is it. And I wish it was more complicated than that. But for most folks, it's just that they didn't know about it or they were afraid to invest in themselves because they thought that 200 bucks could be better spent on their ministry. There is not a better $200 that you could spend on you to lead your ministry than this. Well, there's no reason to follow that up on on this as we record it. The eve of the baseball trade deadline. <laughs> I believe Zach has just hit a home run. <laughs> Seriously, though, uh, man, I would just I would just reiterate the one thing that that stands out to me from that is that you you are worth the investment. You you spend time investing and resources investing in so many other areas of your life. Now's the time to invest in yourself, and this will pay off. Hey, I hope that you've enjoyed this episode of the Student Ministry Podcast by Lifeway. We'll see you next time.